Okay, and we're live. Welcome back to the HealCast. We are joined by my awesome co-host, Bobby, and our awesome Kimberly Hess. Kimberly, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. Hello. Uh, do you Thanks mind just, me. yeah, do you mind just telling us a little bit about yourself, just for a little intro? Yeah, um, I'm a mom. I have a daughter. She's five years old, just started kindergarten. Uh, her name's Caroline. I work for Medicare. And I have two goats that are pretty wild and active because they're just babies. And other. <laughs> Ooh, I think you just cut out. Do you mind just repeating your last sentence really quick right after the <laughs> goats? Yeah, I said. Other than that, I don't have too much going on. <laughs> awesome. awesome. So, uh, can I ask about the goats? Because that was like a, <laughs> like a random Facebook post I saw, and I was like, "Whoa, they got goats! That's so cool." <laughs> well, that kind of sprung from um, Caroline and Hannah always wanted a pet, but um, I'm I'm allergic to things that are inside. <laughs> yeah. So. They saw at my brother's apartment, um, there was two goats left behind by the previous owner, and they were going to come get them a couple months later. So my brother temporarily had goats, and they they saw them, and they're like, oh, we really want them. And they behave a lot like dogs. You can walk them. You can teach them some tricks and things. Wow. So it was just a, a good compromise. That's awesome. I saw, like, a, wow. a picture of, like, Hannah putting the dogs on the car, and she was like, don't tell mom. You mean the goats? Oh, no, or the, yeah, the goats or whatever. <laughs> yeah, she didn't put them on the car. We didn't even know they could jump that high. They jumped? Um, yeah, they jumped what? on the roof of my car. <laughs> oh, my I mean, gosh. They have, they have legs like two jumps. They jumped on the hood, then the roof. Wow. So, I mean, yeah, they, uh, well, we, we did some research. They can, they can jump pretty far. Like, some of them can jump six feet. <laughs> so. Oh, my goodness. Crazy. Yeah, so now, like, if they're not on a leash, we have to watch them so they don't go to the cars, because <laughs> I just bought my car. So yeah, you're going to have some, some hoof marks on the roof. Yeah, luckily, luckily, right now, they're only about, like, 25 pounds, so they're not going to do much. How big will they get to be? Um, These are dwarfs. Uh, they're Nigerian dwarfs, so they might... Two feet tall from shoulder to ground is about the okay. height, and the weight just depends on how much they eat. I mean, their weight kind of varies week to week, too, so. Okay. Cool. And what do you feed yeah. goats? Um, they eat alfalfa hay. Okay. They eat grain. Um, they like, ours don't, but um, a lot <laughs> of them like apples and carrots. They like okay. animal crackers. <laughs> yeah. That's, That's awesome. awesome. How'd yeah, you figure out the animal animals. cracker one? <laughs> uh, there's actually a Facebook group called PA Goats. Oh I want gosh, in. That's I'm, awesome. I'm, I'm joining. Yeah. I'll buy my goat and I'll be in soon. Don't worry. Yeah, okay. Your goat can roam your apartment. Yeah. You can eat my <laughs> laundry. Oh, they will. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard of that. Like, they eat pretty much anything, I guess, other than carrots and apples. Well, they use their mouth. Because, like, they don't have hands to, like, feel yeah. around. So they kind of use their mouth to feel, like, what's what. Okay. So I don't know if they're, like, chewing your clothes to eat them or just to get a sense of what so they like, are. What are these? <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. 
Wow, that's crazy. And so you've been um, harness training them as well. I saw that on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's pretty much Hannah. Hannah Hannah does all like the real work with them. I kind of just do what is whatever with them when she's not around, or you know, if I'm bored, I guess I'll take them on a walk. But that's so. Do you cool. ever get your neighbors asking like, "Are those your goats that you're walking? Are those dogs?" No, we're actually like encased with pine trees okay nobody can actually see us and our driveway is probably the length of two football fields wow maybe not quite that long but it's it's pretty it's pretty long so a lot of people can't see us unless they're at the end of the road gotcha so you're a little secluded back there that's kind of nice your little uh animal kingdom yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. well hopefully next year there'll be an alpaca no way yeah, yeah. Oh, we'll have to come visit and uh, yeah, just just feel them. I just want to, <laughs> right? They're so soft. Oh, yeah, yeah, Love yeah. That. Well, hopefully, hopefully, when things get better and coronavirus is more at bay or completely gone, uh, we can we can do some trips to visit, or you guys can visit us, or we can meet halfway or something, and maybe yeah, anything. Alpaca. Yeah. <laughs> Ride the alpaca to the diner and we can get a uh, lunch again or breakfast. Yeah, yeah. I'll just put it in the back of my trunk. Yeah, you can just hop in. You can ride shotgun, honestly. You know, he's cool yeah, yeah. <laughs> put his head out the window. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, well, if you don't mind um, telling us a little bit about your um, involvement with Thon, just so the listeners can kind of better understand it. We're super looking forward to you being at our meeting, um, what is it, this next coming Monday. Um, so if you could just tell us a little bit um, about your Thon experience, that would be awesome. Yeah, so when I was, I was probably 14, no, I was 15 at the time, and my high school was doing a mini-thon and um, my friend Mike at the time, he had he had cancer. Um, I believe he had leuke- leukemia, and he was talking about the Four Diamonds Fund. So that got me interested to volunteer. So I worked hospitality for Minithon. And then maybe two weeks before Minithon, I was running the mile at school. And um, I had some sharp pains in my side. And my gym teacher told me, you know, just keep running. It's just, it's just cramps. I was like, no, I don't think so. So I was at band practice, and I kind of just ran out of the room, called my mom, and left the school. Um, and I don't even know if the school knew I left, but um, we went to the emergency room. Um, they thought I had appendicitis, and yeah, they found a tumor, and then I was referred to Hershey. But um, in the meantime, Minithon was two days now at this point away. So I found out I had cancer two days before Minithon, um, which was, I mean, it, it was it was definitely sad, but I, I already had known what the Four Diamonds was, so that was a nice, like, introductory being involved in that, knowing what was going to happen forward with me and my treatments. Um, so during my time at Hershey, I... I underwent chemo for about a year. Um, I missed my first thon, actually, due to treatments. And then it would have been this second year under treatments that I did go to thon. So um, I was involved with ARHS. They were my organization at the time. Um, I believe they've since dissolved. 
um, which happens, you know, organizations, they can't stay around forever. But um, yeah, so I, I, at the time I was maybe 16 years old. So uh, a lot of the college kids were close to my age. So I would go canning with them and I would do different fundraisers with them. In the meantime, my high school was having another mini-thon and I was fundraising for that as well. So that was kind of how I got started with thon and um, after, after I went to a couple of them, I did some public speaking for them, for the Four Diamonds Fund, that is, um, just to raise funds. But, yeah, so that's kind of how it all got started. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's awesome. super neat. Um, thank you for sharing. Um, yeah. And so since then, kind of, um, so that we were... 16 then um so what has your experience kind of been with um thon since that group dissolved was that then when you became hi caroline what's up caroline hi how hi, are you good. good are you having fun in kindergarten uh-huh oh that's good you're learning cool stuff yeah what kind of stuff oh i'm learning about text like one, like one time, I was learning about um uh. Are you learning about reading and letters? I wish they'd teach me about reading and letters. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you go get the goats some pine needles? <laughs> Sorry. That's awesome. Though. That's great. Yeah. I'm sorry, what was the question again? Um, so I guess just as far as timeline, because I always get confused. Um, so when your prior organization kind of went away, was that then when you joined Teal, or what was the like gap between them? Um, it's actually probably been about four years Okay. Um, since since they've dissolved. Now, I, I mean, probably from 16 to like 22, I was I was with them. Um, but I think they started focusing their organization to other things. Um, so I'm not sure if they're still on campus or not. I just know they, they had stopped their involvement with Thon. But, um, yeah, it, it had been about four years. And then a girl named Cody, she, I think she was a Thon relations captain. She reached out to me and asked if I'd be interested in joining up with another organization. And I said, sure. And a couple days later, she sent me an email. Um, I believe it was Maggie and Carson who she CC'd. And um, they started talking with me. And so I thought it'd be nice, you know, to support another organization. And I think it's one thing when I was sick that was always nice to see was seeing survivors at Thon, people who actually grew up, had kids, had a family, had a normal life. Because that's something that was very much in question for me when I was a teenager. Because you're old enough to understand what's going on. And I remember um, seeing a few adult Thon survivors there with their kids. And I know that was always hopeful. And I'm hoping that I can inspire some of them. And I'd also like, you know, to support an organization however they might need supported. Whether it's with 
fundraising or just getting another story. But so that's kind of what brought me to heal. Well, you're definitely an inspiration to us. I can tell you that much. Oh, thank you. So learn about Oh, I'm on the phone. Why don't you go back to the sandbox? Or you can go let the goats out and you can watch the goats eat trees. Sorry. No, you're good. I'm, I'd, I'm, I'm down to watch the goats eat trees. That'd be my choice right there, Caroline. Yeah, they, they like devour pine trees. It's good that we have so many. Right. That's so funny. Um, so this is a random question while we were talking about um, Caroline. So she always had like the cutest outfits. Do you make her outfits or where do you buy them? She, um, just until maybe a week ago, two ago, um, just because I was getting too busy, modeled for a, an online boutique called um, K&T's Little Shop. Okay. So um, she get a lot of clothes that way. And uh, yeah, oh my gosh, I don't think she needs... She has not worn the same thing twice, probably in three weeks, and we <laughs> counted that she can go 76 days at this point. Oh my so, gosh. Along with, I, I would do photo edits and stuff for her, for her website and things. Um, but right now with school, I'm just, and I started a new position at work. I'm just a little bit too busy for yeah. that. So we're taking a break till spring, which is fine because... I'm running out of places to put clothes. <laughs> Closet's not big enough, right? No, no. It, it collapsed one time because there's Ooh. too much in it. No. So I had to go get those, like, um, five-gallon tubs. Yeah. Stack them in the bottom. That's so funny. Oh, my gosh. And not a bad problem to have, though, right? Not a bad problem. Yeah. And she has, like, the matching masks to go with her outfits. I saw that, like, the first few Yeah. Days. Yeah. Yeah, she has she has a few matching ones. Actually, well, she has more. Now she has ones that are all, like, different sparkly ones. But um, because COVID's getting a little bit more prevalent again, I went and got her child N95 mask because okay. I don't, I don't want to get COVID. We think her dad had it um, in the springtime, um, and my dad might possibly had it too. And I know it was the sickest I ever seen two people. So I don't want to have her bring it to the house. So right no, now I don't we're blame you. Those, <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally makes sense. Yeah, don't blame you at all for that. Um, oh my gosh, I can't believe that she has that many outfits. She needs like, her <laughs> own extra closet. <laughs> oh my gosh, that kid has more clothes than Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Oh my that's God. so funny. <laughs> yeah. So, we were talking a little bit about Thawne. Do you have any sort of, like, big memories? I mean, you've been to a lot more Thons than we have. So, anything cool that kind of stands out from the Thons you've been to? Any, like, you know, not just the recent ones, but any of them? Yeah, well, it's definitely progressed a lot. Um, and, well, I wouldn't necessarily... I mean, yeah, it's progressed, but it's also changed a bit, too. So, my first one probably would have been in 2008. And honestly, it was my organization that stuck out to me the most. Um, I had uh, four girls who, um, they would reach out to me a lot. And like I said, they weren't that much older than me. 
So I spent a lot of time with them, um, Colleen, Kelly, um, Callie, um, and Emily, and they were, they were really great. So that kind of made the whole experience for me. That's kind of what actually inspired me to go to college. Um, because at the time when I was sick, I was really on the fence, but about whether even, even going, and I would spend some weekends, you know, up there with them, but, um, they really just kind of made Vaughn special. Um, now, right now I would say I like how they try to have entertainment for the dancers going throughout because they didn't used to have those big bands play. Um, the only ones that everyone would get excited for originally was like Go Go Gadget. Um, but now like they have the, the headliners come and that's cool to see dancers get all that energy. And I know I always liked, um, the powder slide. Um, I won't yeah, do slides it of strength. anymore, <laughs> uh, uh, but my, my daughter did it this year, and that was kind of cool. And it's nice to see those traditions each year. And the line dance is always something I look forward to mm-hmm. at Thon, too. Um, I can still remember some of the words to the first one, but um, that one was kind of political, the first one I was at, <laughs> so I won't, I, won't, I won't say them. But... Um, yeah, those were probably the moments that stuck out to me the most at Vaughn. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. And then we obviously, this um, past Vaughn was our first Vaughn um, with you. And I remember just how much fun it was to be able to um, have you there. And it's so sad that, like, that was really the last time we got to see each other because there hasn't been much in-person things. Um, but hopefully, hopefully soon um, we'll see yeah. you what Thon looks like this year. Um, we're not entirely sure, but we know it'll be virtual, which might actually be good because then we can um, hopefully see you there as well. Yeah. Having to worry about COVID and everything. So, um, so yeah, hopefully that'll, that'll happen. I guess we'll just really see. Do you have any guesses on what Thon will be like this year? I, I'm kind of wondering if they're going to do it kind of the way, like, um, did you guys see like the iHeartRadio festival? No. Um, I didn't know how they did. Uh, I, I'm kind of wondering if there's going to be like a wall of people at times where you see like tons of cameras where, and even if they have like performers and stuff where they can interact with a large group of people at once. Um, I'm wondering if it'll be 48 hours because I think that would be a lot of work for people with technical technical side, but um, yeah. I think I'm glad they're trying to do something because it raises so much money for for the Four Diamonds Fund and a lot of families really depend on it. So it's nice to see that um, Penn State still agreed to do something. Definitely. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Morgan, what do you think it's going to look like? Because I have some ideas, but they're definitely not going to be even close. So. <laughs> um. You know, it's so up in the air, and it, I think it I think it depends on a lot of things. I mean, I know that they were talking about hoping for a vaccine in November. Um, if that were to come out, then maybe things might look a little bit different. I've heard that it might be pushed to February, um, which would really be when Thon is. So my thought is maybe if there is a vaccine, they might be able to have a few more people together, but I doubt it will be the full, uh, what is it like? 16,500 people. I have a hard time believing that we'll be back to that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But I don't know. We'll see what happens with dancers as well, because I, I think it would be tough for dancers to um, be dancing on Zoom and not mm-hmm. have like the support that they're that they're used to. Um, and so we'll see. I don't know. I don't really know. Like, would you be on Zoom the entire time? Would they even choose Zoom? Because I know. Yeah. Like, even at school, we've had uh, virtual career fairs, and it's been like a struggle where they're not working, and it's only like maybe a thousand people trying to get on at once, and Thon has so many more people than that. So mm-hmm. I'm glad that we're still doing something, um, and I'm looking forward to some more um, clarity on what it will look like. I, I don't really like um, surprises. Well, I like surprises, but <laughs> I like to kind of know. I'm kind of a planner, so so it's definitely been better. Morgan hates that. surprises. We'll <laughs> no, I like surprises occasionally, but generally I like to be able to plan. So I don't know. Um, but I understand that it's tough. I, I can't imagine being um, a THON captain or director this year and the amount of yeah. questions that I'm sure everyone's asking um, and just everything that's going on in the world. I feel like we just live in a time of a lot of change and a lot of question marks. So I can't imagine um, having that whole decision kind of put on you so we'll see i'm sure whatever they come up with will be good what about you bobby what do you think i think you might see that it, again it, like you said it all really just depends on where we are um you know three four months from now but i think you might see like mini thons on campus if that makes sense like you'll have oh, maybe. like two or three orgs will go in uh bjc uh, and then two orgs will be in the white building and two orgs will be in like rec hall or something like that. And you'll have your dancers there and you'll maybe be allowed like three or four people from the board to go and see or like rotate people out. Um, but that's what I was thinking. Uh, that still runs the, you know, the logistics of like quarantining and like bring people together. So there's no good way to do it, um, but they're going to find the best way out of uh the options we have so yeah i yeah i had my committee interview yesterday and i was talking to the captain i was interviewing with and i was like man i'm so sorry like you guys are really in a rough spot and he was like yeah man but we signed up for it you know you gotta you gotta take it in stride and you gotta do it so yeah they're ready yeah so anyway stepping away from covid (laughs) yeah we don't like that (laughs) i feel like like it's all we hear about these days especially at school um which can be tough but um yeah, so anything a little bit brighter, Bobby? Any yeah, yeah, all right. Brighter uh, question. Hmm, hmm, hmm. That's that's all we got, Morgan. That's the entire podcast. No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> um, so going back, I um, was meaning to ask this before. We saw your sister's um, Hannah's like Katy Perry uh, retweet. So what's going on with that? Like, are you guys famous now? Are we in, <laughs> are we in company with celebrities? Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, she's kind of been a Katy Panari, uh, a Katy Panari, no, Katy Perry <laughs> fanatic for a while now. Um, so we, we've actually got to meet her a few times. That's all. Wow, okay. By the way, like Hannah gets the connections and stuff. Hannah got to Zoom with her, so that was kind of cool. How'd but, she do uh, that? Oh my gosh. Yeah, there's an online community that she's part of, and Katy Perry just one day said i'll be popping into random zoom chats send me your link so that was kind of cool and then um i guess it was this saturday she really liked the photos that she did for her song teary eyes 
So she wanted to do a remake and see if Katy Perry would retweet it or post it to her story. So I did 12 hours of bleaching, dyeing, makeup, helping her make the costumes, taking the photos, editing them. It was probably more than 12 hours now that I think You're a saint. Oh my gosh, I didn't think it would take that long, but once you're like partway there, you can't like just... Yeah, you gotta finish it at that point, right? Yeah, and I was surprised because it was maybe only 12 hours or so after we posted it, and uh, she posted it to her, what was it, her Twitter, and uh, hundreds and hundreds of retweets, so now I think she's up to 17,000 likes on those photos of her, so... I mean, Hannah was ecstatic, and she wants to be called Hannah Perry for now on because Katie Perry told her that they can be twins. So perfect. We'll, so we'll put that down. We'll make a note of that. So did you? Yeah. Is it her actual hair? Mm-hmm. So her what color was Dedication. it? Pink? Is her hair pink now? It is pink. Wow. Um, it's a little lighter now. Hopefully, most of it will come out. Um, if not, if it doesn't come out in a couple weeks, I'm probably going to bleach it again for her. Um, wow. Yeah, that is, that is so cool. Like, that's like the best big sister award ever. I don't know if yeah, my big what, sister like, would do that for me. <laughs> I wouldn't do anything for my sisters like that. What? <laughs> 12 hours? No way. They get 20 minutes max. <laughs> I think it helps when you have quite a big age difference with your siblings, the more you're willing yeah. to do for them. Because yeah. probably my brother and I... We're a little closer in age. That stuff probably wouldn't happen. <laughs> um, but uh, but um, Hannah is 10 years younger than me. So I think she gets a lot more attention just because she's the baby of the family. Yeah. Yeah. So My, um, my sister closest in age to me is 10 years um, older. And I feel like as we've gotten older, we like we're super close now. I remember when I was little, like we would fight all the time, and it, my mom would always say to my sister, "Like you're 14, how are you fighting with a four-year-old?" But for whatever reason, I think the age gap actually does bring you closer as you get older. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think so too. Yeah, and I'm sure she loves coming over and seeing Caroline as well. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So Caroline yeah, definitely gets plenty of attention, right? <laughs> yes. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I feel like how could you not? She's so cute. <laughs> so cute. Um, but yeah, so fun. And so did you like do you do you learn to do makeup from like YouTube videos or did you teach yourself? No. I graduated with a theater degree. Sorry, the goats are jumping on the table here around me. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I have a theater degree and um, I had a a concentration in well one of my concentrations was in makeup so I took um I took makeup and uh then I um did a couple internships as a makeup designer for a theater when when I was in school mm-hmm. and I did some special effects classes and stuff so that's kind of how I learned and then I just kind of kept up with it but I never really pursued it <laughs> wow. yeah so Go ahead, Morgan. Sorry, go bother you. Okay, yeah. So I'm a I'm a big theater buff. So what? Any like cool shows you got to work on when you're doing this? Um, trying to think. I did Tartuffe. That one was okay. Interesting. Um, goodness, I'm trying to think of their names. The there's Putnam, Putnam Spelling Bee. Mm-hmm. Um. 
Hmm. We did a lot of really old plays, um, like very classical plays. That's cool. So some of them I cannot remember the names because they have French names. Oh no. <laughs> so I did some of the whole powdered wig type thing and had to learn how to take care of those wigs and oh, costumes. Wow. And that was that was challenging. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. And then you worked at Disney for a period of time, right? I did. I worked um, mostly with princesses, um, so that was that was fun. I did a little bit with stage shows, but um, Anna and Elsa were the big ones that I introduced to Disney. Well, I didn't personally introduce them. I was with them every day. I brought them into Epcot for their first appearance, and I had to manage them, and uh, that was quite challenging because <laughs> they kind of blew up more than any character ever blew yeah. up before and I had to deal with six hour lines and it was heartbreaking wow. for a lot of parents <laughs> so yeah. yeah wow that is that's awesome so that was like when Frozen kind of aired and then they were introduced to Disney. yeah and I think I don't know a single child who doesn't love Frozen so I can only imagine what Disney looked like at the time yeah I, I remember I was probably 22, 23 at the time, and uh, when they moved to, I was only at Epcot at the time, and when they moved to Magic Kingdom, I was like, if I never hear Let It Go ever again, I will be so happy. <laughs> then when my daughter was born, she's more obsessed and frozen than most of the little kids that came <laughs> yeah. to the park. I say, I think I was at Disney that that summer. Was that 2016, 2017? Oh, I'm trying to think. No, I think it was 20. It was. It, it, they started November of 2013. Okay. And they stayed April Kingdom, and they just maybe in the last two years went back to Epcot. Okay. Um, cool. Yeah. I think I was there in 2016, and I think they were at Epcot then, but I don't remember. I don't know. They, they might have been. Yeah, I was just saying. I think there was like a four-hour line because like I made a joke with one of my friends, like let's go get a picture with Anna and Elsa, and then we saw it was four hours, and we're like, let's not go get a picture with them. Yeah. Some some people were pretty crazy. They'd come in the park at 8:30. They'd make a breakfast reservation. They'd run to the line. They'd wait six hours. I remember it was. The week of New Year's, um, Epcot would get really packed. Um, we had lines of nine and a half hours. We had lines we had to close down an hour after the park opened. Oh and there was, there was times where things would get a little rowdy with the crowd, and I'd have to call security. But luckily, I never got there. <laughs> wow. Wow. And you're nine probably dealing hours. with the hungry, hot cranky children and then the even crankier parents <laughs> who probably yeah. like we did not sign up to spend our entire vacation on a 10-hour line <laughs> right you spend a hundred something dollars for a ticket and then you spend your whole day in line online wow because I, I mean it means a lot to kids to see their heroes um especially like personified so it was it was tough i i didn't understand why parents would wait back then but now I do. <laughs> yeah, now that you're the yeah. one waiting in the 10-hour line, right? 
Oh, I, I wasn't. I, yeah, I right. Never. I, I, I had to cut off two hours. Two hours. <laughs> That's probably more uh, more time than most parents, honestly. Yeah. I think my parents would be like, yeah, 20 minutes, Bobby. Take it or leave it. <laughs> yeah. So did you get, like, the full Disney training? Because I've heard, like, about, like, the Disney hospitality and everything. Like, does every employee go through that? Yes. Um, your first week there, you go through something called traditions. And that's what every employee since, like, the history of the park goes through. You learn how okay. to talk to people, how to point, what things to say to de-escalate scenarios. Um, you just learn to be Disney perfect. <laughs> yeah. Do you find yourself using those techniques now with, like, your daughter or at work? <laughs> Not with my daughter, but at work I definitely do. And I still have a weird habit of pointing with two fingers. Oh, okay. Yep. So I look like, you know, I'm like kinda like getting an airplane to land or something. <laughs> <laughs> but, Air traffic controller. Yep. <laughs> that has to be such a valuable thing though, especially at work to be able to like kind of navigate people and make sure that you don't sound rude, even when sometimes you want to rip someone's head off. <laughs> Not that that's <laughs> ever happened, but... Yeah, I think that really prepared me for... I mean, I think it set me up for success, definitely, in my future. Um, because I have not had a situation yet that I haven't been able to de-escalate at my job currently. So that Knock on wood, I, right? <laughs> yeah, watch out tomorrow uh, morning. I fully, I fully accredit that to Disney, so... <laughs> They 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 teach you they teach you well. So good. Yeah. So how many years were you at Disney? Almost three. Okay. And then I you started moved out. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Then I moved out. I started out doing the Disney College program. So okay. as soon as I I was supposed to do it my sophomore year of school, but then my major went into moratorium. And I had two years to finish, so the school wouldn't let me do the internship. So Disney was nice enough to let me do it when I graduated two years later. And um, then I did a second internship. Then they hired me on. And then I stayed until I had Caroline. And then Orlando is really busy. There was, like, a year-long wait list at most places for a daycare. Wow. So wow. It just would not have been the best place. Um you know, start a family. <laughs> yes, and I then get you it. Move back. Are you close to your parents now where you live? Yeah. So that's that's helpful. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Wow, that's so neat though. Um, and they're funny. <laughs> <laughs> what are their names? Um the black one here is Daisy. She's my favorite. Don't tell Poppy. Poppy is the brown one here. She looks a lot like Bambi. She looks like a little deer. Aww. Caroline, do you have a favorite goat? Yeah, I like Poppy. Yeah, I like Poppy. I do not eat her phone. I also like Daisy. <laughs> Sorry, I might have to move. You're no, good. Okay. Don't worry about it. What? So they'll just step up there, or do they hop up onto it? Like, it looks like you're on they, a bench. They hop. Um, if I put here, you might see them hop off in a second. Well, that one didn't hop very far. <laughs> they don't perform on command. <laughs> they're not there no. yet. They're still they're still getting trained. Yeah, still still getting trained. 
sometimes they will walk on their back legs, and that's pretty funny. <laughs> like little people? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. I don't, I, hold on. I might be able to get one of them to do. Oh, oh man, they just jumped. <laughs> oh, <well. laughs> that's the funny one to watch. Um, so has Caroline been back to Disney since? Um, yeah. Yeah, I actually a funny story. I went into labor with her while working with Mickey Mouse. And um, Mickey Mouse was meeting with guests. And I felt contractions. And I was like, I'm sorry, Mickey, I got to go. And Mickey's like, get out of here, get out of here. (laughs) I don't know what happened to Mickey after that. He might have gotten mobbed. (laughs) He might have. I have no idea. I just kind of left him alone. Oh, that's horrible. No, I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure Mickey yeah. understood. <laughs> yeah, but um, we, we've gone back, I think, three times since then. Um, Todd had family down there, and so we would we would go visit his dad and then go to the parks. And um, so, she, yeah, she's gone, she's gone twice. I think her – no, she's gone three times. Her favorite – park though i think is animal kingdom oh okay. um, she's really into the james cameron avatar movie so yeah. she likes to see the lands down there and it's a strange movie for a five-year-old to be into but it's her favorite hey right so is the like avatar thing the, the pangea whatever they set up is that in animal kingdom or is that somewhere else yeah it's in animal kingdom um, it's kind of off to the side. Um, it just opened a couple, maybe two or three years ago. Yeah. But it was being built the whole time I worked there. So somewhere in, in somewhere in Pandora, there is a tree where I signed the beam. Oh, that's <laughs> so cool. The tree. Um, so I don't know where the beam is, but I know it's there somewhere. I'll have to ask next time I go down because they, they let all the cast members sign something. So. That's so oh, that's so much fun. What? I want to go yeah, to Disney now. I want to yeah. go work at Disney. Yeah, yeah, but she, what you like the safari ride there? What else do you like at Disney? What? Oh, it's okay. <laughs> what else? Uh, uh, I like at Disney that monster, that blue one, the light blue one. Oh, Mike and Sully from Monster Sully, Day. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, she likes to see the characters, too. Yeah. yeah. Have you gotten to see Elsa and Anna, Caroline? Um, yeah, we were at a park, and um, we could, and we could take pictures of Anna and Elsa. Wow, yeah. that's so cool. Now they're, like, inside a room. And you have pictures <laughs> of them in your room. Got them framed? Oh, uh, they're not that. framed. I, I did kind of one of those things where, like, you just, like, tape them in a collage. Yeah, yeah, like, a, yeah. like the, oh, man, it's like a Polaroid wall. Yeah, kind of. It, it reminds me, like, what I would do in college. Yeah. Right. I, I plan on getting frames. I just always forget about them. Sorry. No, that's okay. Um, so we're getting to close to the end, so we do have a few questions that we ask everyone. Um, so my question is, um, what is something that you expect to see in the line dance this year? Um, 
we talked about like in the past, um, coronavirus being in it, things like that. Do you have any, uh, do you have your guesses? Um, I think you're going to see Dr. Fauci, definitely. Oh, that's a good one. Um, I remember, um, you'll probably, you'll, you'll probably see some little political jabs because I know they, they like to, well, you know, in the past anyways, when things would be pretty, like a pretty big event, they would reference it. But I definitely think Fauci for sure. That's a good one. We have not heard that one yet. We've heard, um, uh, Tiger King. That was one of them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, what else have we heard? We've heard Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Um, yes. She'll be in there. Chadwick uh, Boseman. Yeah. Oh, he has to be in there. I yeah. was, like, thinking about the chorus this year, and, like, I could see them, like, last year it was, like, Penn State from the top, let's get hype, let's go. I could see something like Penn State and then, like, put your mask on something within, mm-hmm. like, that realm. Um I don't know. They have a lot to work with this year. They have a lot of material this year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and deciding kind of what they'll add. I'm, I'm sure the presidential election will be in there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. My my hope is that it doesn't get too political one side or the other. Just keep it mm-hmm. for everyone, you know. Uh, but we'll see yeah. what happens. Yeah, they uh, usually do pretty good with that. Yeah, I'm sure they will. Um, anything else, Bobby, that in the last week that you've thought of? Uh, nothing new. Um, I'm still sticking to my guns. We're gonna have the Taco Bell vigil in there. Um, oh, I would support that fully. Right? I, I'm, <laughs> dang, you know it. Uh, I haven't gone there since they got rid of half their stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, you and me both. <laughs> I have a list. I think. Let me see. If, I don't think I've added anything new. Um, We're saying maybe like banana bread because so many people were baking, baking it banana during bread. quarantine. Um, <laughs> I know I baked a few loaves myself. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, the Travis I, Scott burger. Uh, Liz brought that yeah, up two McDonald's. weeks ago. That's that's gonna be in there. Yeah, um, lots of food things. I feel like our lives kind of focus around like food and things like that because that's like something mm-hmm. we can do. Um, what else? Oh, and then I was thinking, too, like, the, the TikTok coffee where, like, you add the hot water and, like, froth it yourself with, like, the whisk or something. I feel like a lot of people are making that. I could see that happening. Um, but we'll mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you got to throw TikTok in there. That's yeah, of course. Hot thing this year. Yeah, seriously. TikTok getting banned. <laughs> yeah. Banned, uh, I, I know. purchased, some sort of shenanigans. Yeah, yeah. Hope. I mean, I I don't know if it's all cleared up yet or not. I keep hearing things every now and then, still on the radio, that they could possibly still ban it. But hopefully, they don't. I know yeah. my sister likes to use it a lot. My cousins, <laughs> they all use it. I tried, and then I kind of quit. Yeah, I was the same way. I downloaded it, and I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> I never downloaded it out of fear that it would become my entire life, and that I would just never get off it. And then. Instagram came out with Reels, um, and you can see it like in like your pop up page. And I do get very consumed in those as well. Um, so mm-hmm. I I don't blame myself for not downloading TikTok because I will literally just keep going down and looking at the next thing and the next thing. So yeah, I I did that the one time. Um, it was probably the first week I downloaded it. I never heard of 
ASMR, I think is what it's yeah. called. Yeah. I'm not really into it, but for some reason, I kept getting all these TikToks of people who would make items that look like real things, like things that look like phones and cameras, and like eat them in front of a microphone. <laughs> and I was like, Hannah, I've been watching you for the last hour. Is this what TikTok is? Is this all they do? Yeah. Like, no, you must have bumped like on something. What's <laughs> the profile of you? That's so you funny. Funnel down just one dark alley. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't know this was a thing. <laughs> People are just eating cell phones. Yeah. That's so funny. One one time a couple years ago, I got like funneled down Twitter where it was just people making like tiny foods. Like they would make a burger, mm-hmm. but it was just like super, super tiny. And I that would just always pop up on my Twitter for like probably a week. But that one was pretty fun. I hope they bring that back on TikTok. Or if they already have, I must have missed it. I've seen on Facebook, and I know there are TikToks that are shared, of, like, somebody who makes stuff for their hamster that's really tiny, like, Aww. little tiny foods. Yeah. Um, that's kind of cute. <laughs> you can make the goat TikTok famous, honestly. Oh, my. I don't know. They don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to get Hannah on that one. Have her search yeah. on them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hannah can make ones of them on my car and me, like, screaming. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really hoping one day that they'll, like, end up on top of the camper somehow. I think that would be a great thing. <laughs> and they can't come down, and you're like, oh, great. What do we do now? Get a ladder. Carry yeah. Down. Yeah. Well, Bobby, do you want to ask your famous question? Yeah, my, I ask everyone this question. Um, mm-hmm. It's okay if you don't have any answers. But who else do you want to see on this podcast? Because we are unoriginal, and we steal your ideas. I don't. I feel bad. I've only watched like two or three of them. It's all right. Uh, I I haven't watched any, so you're doing better than me. Um. Hmm. Well, you know what would be really cool is if you could reach out to the Millard family, the people who started the Four Diamonds Fund, and see maybe what they think um, about how Fawn's progressing. And what they want to see for the future of Fawn. That would um, be awesome. That's a really good idea. I know the father of Christopher Millard, he's still alive. And um, his daughter, they're both very active. Um, they come to each Fawn. They meet with all the families every year. Okay, oh. that's a great idea. We'll have to work on that. Put that down, Morgan. Write that down. <laughs> yeah, I have good ideas. <laughs> Okay, well, with that mic drop, if a genius idea, we're going to have to follow up on that. (laughs) Um, And I think that will conclude our podcast. Do you have any final questions, thoughts, concerns? I don't, but I just have one thing to say. Everybody needs to go vote. It's your civic duty. Doesn't matter what side you're on, just go out and vote. This is the most important election of your lifetime true awesome I agree. a great point yes definitely vote um and i guess we're coming up on election pretty quickly right november 3rd yeah. um, so that is an awesome point i bet you that will be in the line dance as well just to wrap that all together yeah <laughs> um so with that um thank you so much kimberly for joining us today on the yeah podcast. thanks for having me yeah thanks of for course. being here um, this was our lucky number 10 podcast. So you were, I don't know if it's 
I don't know if that's even a saying, but number 10 is a pretty big one. We've been to double digits. So thank you so much for being our number 10 um, podcaster. We really appreciate it. And we'll see you all next time. Bobby, what do you have? Your final words? Uh, thanks all for listening and keep dancing.